Welcome to the Vibrant Flow Podcast. This is where we reclaim our feminine essence and our right to luscious, soft, and vibrant living. If you are ready to release the old paradigms of hustle, perfectionism, being nothing but hard on yourself, and the good girl syndrome, and to step into your feminine power, queenly destiny, and the vibrant flow, you are in the right place. I'm here to support you and to hold you accountable in your sweet, feminine homecoming. Okay, sister, let's jump right in. Hello, my love, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. I'm always so excited to just imagine you listening and being inspired and activated. At least that is the objective and goal for this podcast, to make you feel inspired and to help you tap into your feminine energy. And I'm really asking you to uh, share these episodes. If any of the episodes really hits and lands with you, please share it. Please leave a rating and a review. It helps me a lot. And I've shared in some of the previous episodes that my goal for this year is to double my listenership or my, you know, listeners to, to expand in that way. This podcast has been comparatively really small and that has never been like a thing for me like thinking about numbers and stuff because when I started I just started this podcast for myself I wanted to have an outlet for me to process my own feminine journey and it was it was something that I started out of inspiration I really felt like I got the idea from God when I was in stillness And that's, you know, remember, it's always and usually in stillness that we are, we we hear guidance more easily, right? So just in case that's something you need right now. But it's been something that I've, I've been doing out of joy, out of pleasure, out of a, a desire, a deep, authentic desire. And when I started noticing that, okay, these women are connecting with me, which has been an amazing gift. Um, it has also like helped me expand in a way that I can give and I can serve you and keep you in mind. And that's always been there with every single episode that I put out. I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about what you want to hear, what you need on your feminine journey of your feminine homecoming of this reclaiming femininity and your, your role as the feminine in this beautiful world in masculine feminine polarity dynamics in every area of your life but this is just what lights me up is seeing you shine seeing you being radiant in your femininity in your unique design so yeah there's um, (laughs) a small ramble there but anyway it's it's a joy for me to be doing this and i'm not doing it for numbers i'm not doing it for for vanity metrics but I'm also also desiring to have certain guests come on the show and they, you know, understandably require a certain level of following or a certain level of, you know, monthly listeners or whatever that they deem it, you know, worth their, their while. So, and that's completely normal and understandable. So my desire is for us to grow so that we can invite people in that i and that you've also um suggested 
that have bigger followings or whatever the, the situation is. And this is not to say that the guests that I've been on, uh, on you know, up until this point are somehow lesser of value because that is completely nonsense. Um, as you can probably attest, like we've had amazing guests and I'm not interested in celebrities, but there are some people that I would love to interview that I know would bring value to you <laughs> and... And um, yeah, I feel like I, or I know that I'm not there yet to be able to ask them to come on. But that's just, you know, one, one thing that I wanted to put out there because you're in it with me, I hope, so, to, so that you know, like, where we're standing and where we're at. But anyway, none of that is, like, affecting my, my the way I'm relating to this podcast and how I'm showing up. But I wanted to bring you in on the journey and open the door you know the behind the scenes doors for you to see like okay this is where we're at and we can grow we can grow this family of 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 women of faith and femininity and we can build a beautiful community around this so that's just you know what i want to say but today i am talking about magnetism and dating and this is also like in terms of if you are in a relationship, even if you're married, like I am, it's certainly is um, uh, relevant. Um, and it's actually, this is part of the feminine masculine dynamics and the polarity dynamics that I'm going to talk about that actually permeates every area of our lives. And I'll, I'll you know, I'll explain what I mean by that. By the way, I'm a little tired as you can hear. <laughs> so if I'm like repeating words and I'm stuck on words is because late luteal phase in my menstrual cycle is like when your synaptic connections are the slowest in, in your brain. And, and obviously, no, I'm not using my first language either. So there's that. I've had so many weird experiences when I'm like comparing my um, podcast episodes and I'm like there I speak really fast and I have all the words and it's, it comes easier and that usually is around my ovulation um, when we do have a lot of that energy and hormonally it's easier to do that but now like late luteal it's sometimes it, I speak considerably slower and not right now but usually I do so it's it's funny you can you can probably hear that as well but anyway, magnetic, becoming magnetic. So I know that if you are courting or you're dating and you want to get married or you are in a relationship already or you are already married, you still want to access and feel that wonderful feeling of resting and just being because the feminine is really good at being and through that, becoming magnetic. Not by hustling, not by trying, not by, you know, pushing, not by trying to earn it, not by, you know, creating more. Like, you know, sometimes I notice when I fall into the old pattern of codependency, which is that the, the, the sort of frequency or the feeling of of um, me needing you to like me or me needing someone else to like me 
or me needing someone to validate me and to accept me or what I put out there or what I create. Um, especially as someone who has, you know, started with music, like have put out music that I made myself and, and being really vulnerable with that and and growing with that. And then this podcast and, and my personal thoughts and how I speak and all of that. I know all of us have been there and we've experienced that in some shape or form. And that level of codependency, that sticky feeling of of not you know it's the opposite of flow again it's that stuckness it's that ugh, I, I need to push a little so that you can like me so that you can see the value that I'm trying to offer you and that's not it's not a vibe right it doesn't feel good it oftentimes repels actually because we may not understand or we may not like intellectually be thinking about okay this is what's happening there she's operating in codependency she is needy but we still feel that there's something off and it's not magnetic so how this plays in with like men in general is for example a girl a woman you if you're dating you go on a date with a guy and you, whether you realize it or not, you really need him to like you. Like that is the prominent, predominant vibration and emanation that you bring with you. I need you to like me. Please like me, validate me, see me whatever form that takes that creates the opposite effect that we want and men very often they're not like might not say okay of course they might uh, be able to um like pinpoint like okay, this is what's going on here but they might not and they're just feeling that neediness it it, it might be something that they're not even consciously naming or saying, okay, she's needy, she's being needy, I feel this needy energy in her. But what they do feel is that they don't have the space to just be who they are. Because the energy is a sucking energy <laughs> um, of sorts. It, it doesn't bring this mutually energizing dynamic into that situation when a woman is operating or is emanating an energy of codependency or neediness. So then he might be like, you know, he might not pursue you uh, from there on out. He might be like, okay, this was great, but by <laughs> not following up, not doing anything, afterwards because he did not feel like he could be the man he wants to be and I'm talking about men who walk in their integrity that's like the standard that we hold here on this podcast of masculine men who walk in integrity who have moral uh, or you know yeah moral standards and um 
standards in life just in general as well so he feels like okay there's something off and I don't feel like I don't feel good around her. I, I don't feel like I have the space to be me and I have the space to pursue her because she has this sucking forward motion energy. So if you imagine like an arrow going forwards, let's imagine me shooting an arrow towards someone and they don't feel like they're able to do anything else but dodge essentially and and that is sort of the dynamic that's going on there is that this codependent needy energy is has been shoot shoot out and he needs to dodge and he needs to retreat but when a woman um is present when a woman is calm when she does not have any need for this guy or whoever a friend a colleague a potential client um to like her to validate her then there's no like codependent arrows being shooted out into or towards this person that they need to dodge or retreat from but rather it creates an opening so that we can have a mutually energizing dynamic happen there. And that is magnetic because you know in polarity, uh, masculine, feminine, like the opposites, they attract, right? And now there's that space for that attraction to happen for the masculine to be the masculine in that in that um, instance in that dynamic and the woman is resting in her identity she's resting she is presence she is enjoying herself so honestly the most important thing if you are dating or if you are in a a relationship and this is something that i think about when i go on dates with my husband after now this year it's going to be eight years that we've been together and soon during summer it will be six years that we've been married um when we go on a date i can clearly see and feel the difference when i am i am i've i've made that intention i've decided that i'm going to enjoy myself i'm going to be present i'm going to listen to him Wow, my gosh, like listening to your man is something that I feel like most women really need to learn how to do. It may be easier in the beginning when someone is really new to you, but as the relationship grows, most women sort of tune out, out of habit. Of course, men can do this as well, but I'm talking to you women, so that's what we're focusing on here. And it's been some one of the things that I've really, really needed to focus on. Really, I've been called to um, hold myself accountable and to realize that it's my responsibility to listen to my husband. 
And yes, I still sometimes, you know, I don't do it perfectly. And there will be moments when I, I don't really listen. I tune out or worst case scenario, I take on, you know, I take up my phone and start scrolling or whatever. And it, it it's, it's one of the most irritating things I can do um, to him um, and in front of him. Right. And he really hates that. And good reason with good reason as well. So don't take your phone up. Like don't touch your phone. Don't be um, distracted. Really focus on him. And I've talked about this before that what men need is appreciation among other things. And the way you can practice this is by giving yourself a challenge, a little game, if you will, that you don't need to vocally express. It's just something you do in your head uh, with connection to your body and being present with your five senses, being connected to your sensuality. How do you feel in that moment? How does the fabric on your skin feel? What does it feel like to sit on wherever you're sitting or walking or laying down? What can you smell? What can you hear? Um, What are you tasting? Can you really engage your senses in whatever you're doing? And to focus on this wonderful person in front of you, whether it's a guy you're on a date with for the first time or if it's your husband of many years, can you make yourself or give yourself the challenge of of noticing new things to appreciate about him so that you're really in the present moment you're focusing on what you can appreciate about him and you're not sending this needy codependent energy out because you're present you're present with your body remember the feminine is in the body so if you, if you notice that you're too much in your head, you, you start analyzing. You start to go in, into these loops of analyzing the situation and what he's saying and what does he mean and what should I say next and what should I say next and what should I say next, which, which is what we do so often, right? Um, you're sort of half listening and you're already thinking about, okay, this is what I'm, what I'm going to say next. Um, so let's stop that, right? Let's stop that. And yes, it may happen and probably will happen, but you can notice that. You can ob- simply observe. Don't judge. They're okay, okay, I see what I'm doing here. I'm going to drop it. I'm going to take a deep breath in. I'm going to notice first, you know, bring your awareness back to your body. Immediately bring your awareness back to your body. And from there on out, it's easier to focus on him as well because you're present. You're enjoying the moment. You're finding all all the pleasure in that very moment because you cannot live in future. You cannot live in the past, right? This moment is the only moment that exists for you. So how can you practice this today or this week with the people in your life? How are you committed to enjoying the moment romanticizing the moment if you're if you're loving that idea as I as I do love you know making the most of it and not building these scenarios in your mind 
okay, if this guy doesn't like me, then he doesn't ask me out on a second date, or what if we go on a second date, and, and then this happens, and, and what if something, you know, doesn't go right, and he, he's not interested in me, no, the only moment that exists is the present moment, and in the present moment, you do not want to waste your time and energy focusing on something that doesn't bring you joy, doesn't bring you pleasure, doesn't bring you clarity. And clarity is something that you gain, something that you receive when you are not blocking that connection with your body, with your intuition, the spirit, and that person in front of you. It is only through that present moment and being present, being really rooted and grounded in that present moment and your senses and finding reasons to enjoy it. And like I've said a million times by now, this is a skill, it's a muscle that you can train and your, your brain and your body is incredible. So the more you do this, the more you will start finding reasons to, to feel pleasure, to, to love the moment, to, to sort of feel more alive in the moment. And this is magnetic. It is magnetic when you are present, when you're not analyzing him, because this is the thing, this is the thing. Whether he's the first guy you, or the, the guy you're on a date with for the first time, or he's your husband of many years. He feels it when you're analyzing in your head. He may not see, like, men cannot, you know, um, they cannot see to our thoughts. They cannot um, know our thoughts. They're not mind readers, which they usually very much... <laughs> emphatically try to tell us <laughs> that we need to communicate right but what he does feel is the emanation that you are giving off and that is not one of presence of acceptance of enjoying yourself he feels that something's like a little blocked and it may to him it may feel like okay there's no connection there or we just don't click or, you know, I, I feel like he's, she's not interested in me. And so I don't know how to pursue her because I feel like she's not interested in me. And that mismatch happens very often when women are analyzing and they're in their heads too much. And for a woman, sometimes that may feel a little weird because they're really trying to, you know, make the situation work by analyzing it. But it is is not working right. And so you really need to know this. You really need to know whether it's your husband, boyfriend, your fiance, or your first date, or a friend, or just some man that you are on a, I don't know, business lunch with, whatever the situation is. If you can be present and find things to appreciate in that moment and in him, and truly listen, listen to learn his character, listen to learn what he really thinks, 
And his opinions are reflections of his character in many ways because men really take their time in forming opinions, I feel. And, um, and they're not as, I don't know, <laughs> fluid in their opinions. And it's just, you know, because we have all these different phases in our cycle and I can be of one opinion about the same thing uh, during my follicular phase and come luteal phase, I have a different opinion about that. But you know what? That's, that's just how it is. Um, but it's really, it's really interesting when you look for these um, cues to see his character, to see who he really is. And people love it just in general. It doesn't matter who you are, a man or woman. People love it when we're interested in them. They love it when we ask about their lives. They love it when we're using their name, when we say their name. It's something people love hearing. And um, when they feel like we see them, when, we f when they feel like we value them and we appreciate them and their presence, just their mere presence. You don't have to agree with everything this person thinks or says. You don't have to agree with, with you know, what he does or, you know, whatever. It may be that you're on a date and then you realize that, okay, we're, I don't think this is going to, like, become anything more than what it is right now. But you can still find things to appreciate. Okay, you may, you, you may be appreciating the fact that now you're listening to him, really, and he has revealed who uh, parts of himself... And you see, okay, I, there, it may be that we're not compatible. Loads to appreciate right there. Valuable information. But you, as the feminine woman, a classy feminine woman, you are there still committed to appreciating and respecting their presence. The fact that they're there with you. And the same goes with your husband of many years. Okay. Because men need to feel respected and appreciated and valued for who they are, right where they are, right now. Not for their potential that you're going to mold and, and um, develop and, and force him to be something else. <laughs> no. So another way to become magnetic is then from this place of presence, from this place of really seeing the other person being present with them and, and emanating this loving, accepting, I'm enjoying this moment. You cannot ruin this moment for me because I have decided to enjoy it. From that place, what, what really lights you up is what I want you to talk about and focus on next. What really lights you up? Like, what are you so passionate about? It may be something that you're just curious or interested about, but, but really an something that animates you, that you like talking about, whether it's books of, of certain genre or movies or, or some social issues that you're really um, passionate about or, you know, women's health or, I don't know, cooking or uh, politics is a little, um, you know, if it's a f first date, then I would, I would not recommend talking about politics 
necessarily and it's not my favorite topic in any case but you know just just you know take that into account if not the best thing to talk about like politics um or something like really um polarizing um but something that really lights you up something that is as positive as possible so perhaps not talking about um, I don't know, war and, and human rights um, issues or, or something really, really grim. But I'm talking about something that really lights you up. And because and the thing is, enthusiasm is one of those emotions and feelings that vibrate on the highest possible level. A person who is enthusiastic is truly magnetic. And this is something my husband has said many times to me. Is if I've asked him, like, okay, when am I the most magnetic to you? Like, what's going on there when you really see, like, see me differently and, and feel this magnetic pull, like, throughout our relationship? And the answer has always been this. When you are really giddy or enthusiastic about something. When you really allow yourself to be playfully enthusiastic. When you're not like worried about um, what someone thinks about what you love and what you like. But you're just unapologetically passionate or enthusiastic and playful about something. That's when you're the most magnetic. And that is so, so, so true. And I've, in my past experiences, I've noticed that this pattern has always been the same. That when I am unapologetically me, when I am talking about things that I'm like, oh my gosh, I could talk about this for eternity. I am so excited about this or it's just, it's so interesting, or it, I just love to see X, Y, or Z, or I can't get enough of blah, blah, blah. That is always what animates, because it animates you, and thus it animates the other person who's looking at you. You can just see how their facial expressions are changing um, as they're like looking at you and, 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 and listening to you because it is magnetic it is something that it's um really you catch it from the other person and it affects you and i'm sure you've experienced this with someone else where their enthusiasm has been um what is the word now i'm you know lost for words um when it's um contagious that's the word uh took a time a little time there for me to find that word but there we go not too slow though usually i am a lot slower <laughs> at this point in my menstrual cycle i feel like i've sometimes struggle really really badly <laughs> in terms of finding the right word it's like i don't even know this language anymore and it happens with finnish as well so it's not just english or any other language that i can speak a little bit um but anyway it's contagious. It's really contagious. And so allow yourself to just, you know, talk about the things that truly animate you, that make you feel alive. It can be really simple things like, I love to find new recipes. Or, oh my gosh, like, I love to look at these beautiful paintings. Or, I love to walk in nature. I just love it when 
when the sun is shining and I can look for wildflowers and bring them home and make make this, you know, wildflower bouquet for myself. Whatever it is, when you can just freely express that and that joy is vulnerable, that because it's authentic joy and you are really called to be vulnerable with boundaries, of course, if you're just just dating and, and you don't really know this person yet, you're not there to reveal everything about yourself because they have not earned the right to know everything about yourself in the first place. That's also something that I really feel like a lot of women need to hear. And I've noticed that we, we need to hear. We sometimes feel like we need to tell everything about ourselves the first two date, dates or, the, you know, whatever the dynamic there is. Not true. Not true at all. And you don't need to know everything about him right away either. So, um, yeah, that's, that's just what I want to say. Anyway, um, allow yourself to be vulnerable and, and joyful and access that authentic joy that you have for something. And I'm sure there is something that you're really interested about or you're you're just you would like to spend more time on talk about that don't be afraid of like what what does he think or what do they think about me when someone is just owning it and being unapologetic unapologetically passionate about something it is magnetic i can talk about these like f- topics relating to femininity and being in our feminine with people who don't give, you know, they they don't care, right? And I have a lot of female friends also who are like, I don't really understand what you're talking about anyway. And it's okay. <laughs> it is okay. But they still see that, like, they feel the, the passion that I have for it. And, and they're, you know, it affects them still, even if they're not going to listen to the podcast or they're not interested in pursuing it any further. But still, it, it doesn't matter what they think about you because chances are they're going to just be fueled by your energy. And it's going to open the door for more connection so that they can tell you about themselves. And this, again, even if you've been married to someone for a long time, still true. Still true. Because it builds that connection. It deepens that connection um, where you can be authentic. He can be authentic. And then you're not trying to build a connection with this facade of I'm trying to control myself and be the perfect feminine woman in this situation. Which um, is, um, forget about that, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to say. You're, so recapping two main points that I want you to take from this is be present and enjoy yourself that is when you're magnetic this is the same with everything else with your you know your colleagues your uh, your clients if um if you have a business or whatever work scenario your students um it's the same um with everything so notice where you still hold on to this codependent needy energy because it's not just your relationship dynamics but it's in everything I've noticed as in every area of my life and how it plays out. And then be authentically you and allow yourself to be enthusiastic. 
not just not like you know over the top not I'm not talking that you know if there's like something uh, I don't know if, if someone is like completely over the top like not not connected to the moment or the person in front of them at all like no social skills whatsoever and um sort of uh, not connected to the to the moment but just being somehow I don't know I can't find the words but you know over the top let's just say over the top completely over the top that's not what we're going for of course but I'm sure you know the difference because you can feel it because if you're over the top then you're not connected to the moment you're you're not you're not present anymore and you can see from the other person that they're getting a little overwhelmed but when you see that they're okay they're lighting they're animated a little bit more that's when you notice okay they're responding to your positive enthusiastic energy and one more important thing that I'll be repeating in the couple next episodes as well is that I'm looking for a woman who is ready to become the vibrant wife. So I'm specifically looking for um, wives in the beginning of their marriage or some years after getting married or, you know, the specifics are not that important, but a woman who is struggling in her relationship or just with herself and not feeling contentment, not feeling as fulfilled as she thinks that is possible and knows is possible. Um, She's probably um, perfectionistic or has had these perfectionistic, really hard on herself tendencies, has been um, high achiever, in many ways and has brought that masculine way of relating to things into her relationship and really wants to build a thriving fun sexually um, magnetic polarity into that relationship but is a little you know is struggling a little bit with that or a lot and because that was me right and I'll be creating an episode on specifically my journey and what what happened and what was the lowest of the lowest points for me and what was going on there and how things started to change when I started Im- implementing the seven pillars of vibrancy which I didn't think about as the seven pillars of vibrancy back then but now I'm just you know like conceptualized those and I want to help you I want to help you create thriving vibrant marriage so that you take accountability and you start implementing the seven pillars of vibrancy and start feeling excited about being a wife because sometimes that identity switch also is is a little sticky it's it may be hard like for me it was hard um having friends who are you know most friends being single and all of that and then and just you know owning this new identity of being a wife and what does that mean and how can I thrive and be a magnetic ravished cherished loved and enjoying herself to the most you know to the fullest capacity possible kind of wife that's what I want to help you with you may have some issues with like nervous system regulation um Um, or dysregulation like I had because of that you know go 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 tendency that I had really 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 strong um 
chronic pain was something I struggled with, uh, anxiety, even panic attacks, all these things that um, that I tried to like cope with and then also create a relationship with my husband and trying to thrive in that relationship but I really struggled and there were so many of so many lessons that I needed to go through and I needed to understand and own and heal my relationship with the masculine in all its forms as a principle as an energy as as the polar opposite of the feminine that I, that I am myself and understanding that dynamic and really feeling what it's like to be a vibrant woman and wife and loving being a wife because two years into my marriage I didn't I, I didn't know how to love being a wife that, that's just the truth but I now I know and it's wonderful it's so fulfilling so if, if that is you, if any of this like speaks to you, please don't hesitate. Just send me a message. Send me an email. All the details will be in the descri- description below. Or you can send me a, um, a message on Instagram. Uh, don't hesitate, okay? Just send me a message. We'll have, I'll, I'll offer you like a, a free time with me um, if you want to talk with me or if you just want to ask questions, feel free to do that. You're not obliged to do anything, you know, beyond that. Just, you know, be connect- get connected with me, okay? Be in contact because I want to hear from you. I really want to hear from you in any case. It doesn't mean that we work together necessarily if that's not what, you, what you're looking to do. But of course, if you are then and it feels like a fit, then absolutely, I would love to. It would be my highest, highest, most, um, you know, greatest privilege that I can offer. But I still want to be in, um, in contact with you because I want to create content for you, okay? And my single ladies, I, I still have like a lot coming out for you. Don't worry, don't worry. And the Vibrant Woman program, I have been working with single women and so I love that as well it's amazing to be working with you but I have this place in my heart right now to offer for a married woman a wife who wants to take her relationship with herself as the feminine to the next level so that it can be reflected back in the relationship and you know upgrade that upgrade that experience of being uh, married completely and entirely and change your life basically because it affects everything in your life and is translated into your work life and and everything right so that's what i wanted to leave you with um the vibrant woman will have an opening for one woman whether you're (laughs) married or single it doesn't matter um in april and in may so be on the lookout for that and if you're listening to this any other time um see where i'm at like i do always have openings probably because this is what i want to do this is want to grow and this is what i want to bring the highest level of service to so chances are that i am offering this whenever you're listening to it anyway i really want to bless you i want to be here for you love you Stay in the vibrant flow.
I'm all about that. Don't you sweet man?